Welcome to the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell your story. Allegra Sinclair is here to help you become the powerful woman you are meant to be. It's finally time to get unstuck and reveal how fabulous you are. And it's time for your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the PowerCast. I'm always excited, but this week I am like super duper excited because I have a super, I mean super powerful soul on the call today. She is so many things. I should not even tell you who she is. I should just let her start talking because I know you'll recognize her name, but I'll behave. She's an actress, a comedian, an author, a speaker, a host, an entrepreneur, and a completely badass coach. (laughs) But I'm most excited that I'm in the process of being able to call her friend. And she is a super powerful spirit who I am delighted to be able to share with you today. Say hello, Kim Coles. Hello, hello, hello. And there are many people listening who will recognize me by my, I was going to say mating call. It's not quite a mating <laughs> call, but my sitcom catchphrase, which is woo, 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 woo. If you watched Living Single in the 90s or in many of its incarnations on a uh, 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 a repeat on different, what was the word? It's, it's still syndication. on. Oh, yeah. Syndication. It's, it's still on, on TV one in the mornings right now. I love it. Uh, that is the call of Sinclair. Yes. It means I love you. I see you. I acknowledge you. And hello. You know, I knew you before Living Single. I did love that show. Love, love, loved. I thought last week when I watched it again, that episode when um, Regine had to tell um, Heavy D that his girl was foul. That was like, um, that was like right up there with Whitney leaving um, Joe Morton at the altar on the different world. (laughs) There's just some episodes of shows that you're like, that just takes you right back to where you were in that moment. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but yes, I remember you from before that on my other favorite show that made me wish I could dance every week. But we could talk about that all day. Such a storied career and so much more of that story to be written. So we have been talking for quite a while. And I'll just go ahead and tell us we were talking before we actually started recording about some things that we see that the world might need. Right. So, and these are timeless things that the world needs. They don't need them just on today, but it's just things that we see, um, perhaps opportunities in the universe. So as you think about what one thing you wish you could just unzip women's heads and pour something in and then zip it back up, what might that be? Ah, that's, you're so good. Uh, the, the permission, permission, Permission to live out loud, permission to live a good life, permission for self-care, permission to be the best you ever. Like just permission to go like, it's okay. It's okay. Everything is okay. It's okay to be you. Mm, That is deep. We could just stand right there. It's okay to be you. I think that might be the name of the podcast. But when you, it's interesting when you say permission, because permission is usually something that someone has to give you. Is that what you're talking about? Well, no, it's permission for you to take yourself. And in fact, we didn't talk about this. There's another thing I'm I'm going to be launching soon called the Permission to Be You Academy. Mm. Um, it's really about <clears throat> self-permission. So taking, you know, looking at your life, because so many of us ask for 
the rules or ask for permission to do something? Is, is it okay if I shine? Is it okay if I, you know, speak up in a meeting? Is it okay if I want more? Is it okay if I, you know, leave this bad relationship because I really have a yearning for something else? Mm. I feel like we have this yearning for someone to go, it's okay. Because here's the thing. If you are, if you were your own best friend, like, okay, let, let's go back. You have a best friend. Everybody has a best friend. Mm-hmm. And when your best friend is feeling some kind of way about whatever, don't you jack her up and, <laughs> and remind her that she is awesome. And of course you, oh my goodness, you should do that. Yes, you should do that. Uh-huh, girl, it would be so great if you dot, dot, dot. Like, why don't we do that to ourselves? I just feel like so many of us, so many of us are asking for permission to be great or wanting or waiting for permission to be great. And I'm just saying that you can step into that yourself. And, you know, my new thing right now is stepping into permission to have radical self-care. Like, I know what sleep does for me. <laughs> and I know what the lack of sleep does for me. And why not just give myself permission to close the computer and go to bed? I'm just not sure when it became cute to damage ourselves. I don't know when it became like cool to not take care of ourselves, but I can remember being swept up in it. So I uh, had an expert on a while ago talking about sleep, but I could remember as she was talking, like going into work, like my first job after college and being like, oh my gosh, I'm running on four hours sleep. And I thought that was great. Or coming in to say, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm running on fumes. I only got three hours of sleep. It was like a badge of honor almost. I think so too. And I don't know if that happened in the eighties or the early nineties or just, it was really cool to be working really hard and to be able to, the badge of honor was that you were still getting through it all. Like you were mm-hmm. uh, seemingly, seemingly you were still successful. Um, you know, Ariana Huffington talked about that a lot in that book that she wrote, which I can't think of the name of it right now, um, where she, I'm going to do my bad Ariana Huffington. <laughs> I would take my, she, the whole thing is about taking your, your devices, your, your phone and such. You, you must take your device and gently walk it outside of your bedroom before going to sleep. <laughs> I realize I need to get more sleep and gently, I swear she says gently. <laughs> And lovingly walk our devices out of our sleeping chambers. <laughs> and, you know, she, she talks about, you know, like just working so hard and to the point where I think she fell and hurt herself and we're running on fumes and there's a badge of honor because it means I am such a boss that I can still get it done. But the truth is, I don't think we're being, um, very effective. Um, I could tell that my memory kind of slips when I'm not getting enough rest. I, not to mention the dark circles under my eyes. And so I'm in this place where I'm giving myself permission for self care. And for me, it might be, I actually think, Oh God, I don't have time to go get a, fa- a, a facial. I don't have time to go get a massage. Like, cause that's going to just be too much time. Wait, let me see if I get this straight. You don't have the time to go get, make an appointment, get in the car and go lay down on a table and have a stranger either wash your face or rub on you. Like, and, and knowing what the after effect of that's going to be. And so I'm just trying to get really, really clear about giving myself permission to do that and reminding others to do so too. There is so much in that, but let me start here. What does self-care mean to you? Cause I love the whole concept of giving you, I think you said radical permission for self-care. Radical permission so for yes, radical what does self-care. Yeah. What does self-care mean? Well, for me, it means rest 
for me, it means, you know, it's the knowing what my body needs and knowing what my spirit needs mm-hmm. and, and then giving it that to nourish, replenish, replace, uh, or fill up. And you've heard this phrase many times before that we cannot give from our empty cup. You really do have to fill your cup to overflowing so that you can start pouring and serving and helping everybody else. Mm-hmm. So if it means knowing I need some extra rest, if it means like choosing between a bag of potato chips and like, <laughs> you know, a nutritious green drink or some, uh, or some, you know, vegetables of some kind, like, you know, like that's self care. It's like, you know what? You know, you want the potato chips, but you know, some steamed broccoli would be so much better. Um, it means saying I need time to just do nothing. Like my mother had these things, these days, which you would call them do nothing days. Uh, and it just meant you lay around, you watch a little bit of TV, maybe you paint your toenails, maybe you, you know, give yourself a facial, you give yourself a hair mask, like whatever it is that is just nothingness. Do a little nothingness because so much of us, are, you know, be instead of do for a change. Ooh, that's so that's good. That's tweetable right there. Be yeah. instead of do. Yeah. I think that you were really hitting the nail on the head in a couple of ways. So self-care is slowing down and listening and then responding to what it is that you need. But I have found that some of us have spent so long not slowing down and or not listening that we find it hard to figure out what we need. Yeah. And I think that's okay, but we have to be comfortable in that ambiguity. We have to be comfortable not knowing everything. Because in truth, we don't know everything anyway, but we we behave as though we do. But I think sometimes that we don't slow down for self-care because we don't know that we need to. But I have found certainly in the last three years that my body will tell me. And at first it will whisper. And then if I don't listen, it will shout. And I rarely like it. What does shouts. the shout, what does the shout sound like to you? What does the shout look like for you? Like, a like serious illness or yeah. um, a complete shutdown. So what could have been, Hey, you need a day of rest turns into you have strep or, um, mm-hmm. what could have been, you know, if you continue to run on no sleep, it's like you're running around drunk. They should take your license from you. They yep. don't. Right. But I think sometimes it has to get to the extremes. And I think sometimes we see that more in communities of women of color, because I know sometimes I have trouble taking off my cape. So when you first said we have permission for self-care, I like felt almost an electric thing. I was like, I do, but no, you don't understand. I'm supposed to bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, (laughs) never let my man forget he's a man or whatever that song was. But (laughs) But there are so many other things that I hear people telling me all the time I need to do. I don't always hear them saying you need to take care of yourself. You know what I'm going to, and as you're talking, you know, I love talking to you because you're such a creative and you're so smart and you just gave me a great idea, great visual. So I say every once in a while, take off your cape and use it as a, a, a blanket to take a nap on. Oh, wow. Wrap Shazam. your cape, wrap your cape it, you know, either use it as a little blanket or, you know, lay it as a little pallet on the floor and you get to take a nap on your cape. So you still have your cape. No one's taking it away from you. You're not sending it out to the dry cleaners to be cleaned. It's still <laughs> yours. It's still effective, but allow yourself to wrap yourself in your cape every once in a while and take a little, little nap. That's just the visual that popped in my brain. And that takes the cape from this thing that's kind of keeping me imprisoned 
to me choosing instead to use it for something that builds me up. Absolutely. Look at the genius that just came up. I love that. I would eat that without chocolate. (laughs) Wait, you just talked about broccoli. I would eat that without my new favorite is spaghetti squash. I would eat that with my spaghetti squash. You know, I just bought a spaghetti squash for the first time yesterday and I'm dying to, to, you know, to put it in the oven and really see if that happens. Does it really happen when you rake it with the fork? It does. It (gasps) is brilliant. It's ridiculous. But yes, when you roast it and then take the fork to it, it looks like spaghetti. It's awesome. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So we're talking about self-care and some of the reasons why we might not take advantage of it. So let me throw something out here. Do you think that women might be afraid of self-care? I think we are sometimes afraid to slow down. If I slow down, uh, who will take care of dot, 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 fill in the blank. If I slow down, my competition will take over. You know, we keep, you know, there's so many, you know, we talked about Instagram briefly before we started mm-hmm. recording and there's so many images of boss, a girl mm-hmm. boss, or do this and we think that a, that boss, you know, that it, that that boss is the goal. Um, and I and I like boss. I do like girl boss, and I do like lady boss. I do like that idea. But I think there's some of us, and I know I, I I'm guilty of this. That if I slow down, I feel like my competition will get a hold of me. That some other boss is going to come and be bossier than me. And so I think that's part of it. And also, who will take care of? All the things that we do, who will do that if I take some time to stop and recharge? And the truth is, it will all, it'll all be there. It will all still be there waiting for you. So you might as well recharge yourself so that you can uh, attack it or approach it with fresh new eyes. Or afresh. <laughs> attack it afresh. To make a decision afresh. Attack afresh. I think, though, you pointed out an interesting point because we were talking about Instagram earlier, but we weren't on my usual rant about the perils of social media. But I just thought about this. So I think one of the other reasons why we don't slow down is if we believe everybody else isn't needing to slow down, then we will be less likely to take care of ourselves. So I Agreed. love the power and the energy behind girl boss, lady boss, all those. Yep, I'm with them too, right? Women rock. Woohoo, I'm glad I'm a woman. But I also think sometimes we don't see people take the downtime. We don't see people take right. care no. of themselves. So it seems like if I wake up one day and I'm like, you know what? I got nothing. I just have to take a day. But we don't say that always publicly. So I might feel like mm-hmm. I'm not enough, like I'm less than if I need that when it seems like other people don't. Mm-hmm. Yes. So correct. <laughs> so when you said Instagram, that's what makes because on Instagram everybody's always up. It's Insta yeah. perfect. Oh, I love you know? that. And there's yes. this <laughs> there's this, you know, and of course we just go off on a tangent about the people who are insta famous. And like I also look at the the makeup artists who, you know, do these these beautiful looks that are so photoshopped. Like no one looks like mm-hmm. that. They don't even look mm-hmm. like that. And so there is permission to not compare yourself to others. And there is it there is about taking permission to just listen to your own voice and your own body. And you're right. Sometimes we're moving so fast that we've forgotten what the signs are that we need to stop. But if you, if you don't think you need to stop, just go ahead and stop because you probably do. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. If yeah. you don't think it's time, just go ahead because you're probably overdue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
time and you'll you and you'll be so glad. Like I can't tell you I'm laid on a table, not able to relax, saying to myself, Oh my God, why don't I do this more often? Like I spend the first twenty minutes of a of a of a massage going, Why don't I do this more often? This feels so good. I'm so glad I'm relaxing. I'm so glad to relax. Okay, I'm gonna start doing this once a week. No, I'm gonna do it once a month. No, like I actually plan my next time, which by the way is counterintuitive <laughs> to actually laying your <laughs> well, yes, because then you'll need another one just to recover from the thoughts that came up. But that's interesting, though. But see, that should give people hope because when you slowed down and laid on the table, you had all sorts of creative juices flowing. Absolutely. That alone should encourage you to slow down and take care of yourself, right? Thank because you. when you're overwrought and you're underfed and you're underslept and all these other things, and as unpopular as it is, moving your body matters. I hate it too. It I don't want to sweat. It makes my hair kink up. I don't glisten. <laughs> I just sweat. I don't want to do it either. But I do know that the way I'm designed, everybody's designed fearfully and wonderfully made. I work better if I have moved. I got to tell you, that's the next big area for me. If there's any area that is really in critical condition, it would be uh, the need to exercise. And, and it, you know, it feels awful and it's a lot of work in the beginning, but I almost always, I, I can think of my entire lifetime of all the times that I exercised. And once I finished, I almost always felt better that I did do it. And so that's going to be the big one for me to continue to just, I know how good it, there's a great reward, not to mention the fact that whatever aches and pains you have while you're working out, whatever, you know, stress you go through, um, you actually feel better. Like the, my knee hurts less when I work and out. And that's so it's counterintuitive, right? Cause when I'm walking down the stairs, I'm like, Lord in the morning, why don't they put an escalator in my home? But after, <laughs> but after I have moved, even in, again, I try not to go like, Insta perfect, right? But even if I have moved 15 minutes, it matters, right? Yep. It makes a difference. Yep. And I think it's really good for leveling out energy. Yep. Now I yep. um, attended a coaching program that talks about different levels of energy. And I know the word energy is overused a lot, but when you first started talking about self-care, one of the things I thought was taking care of yourself in all different facets, right? So it's not just about getting a massage or eating broccoli or sitting still for five minutes, but it really is deciding that you matter enough to pay attention to. Yeah. And I yep. think it's so easy for me to see it in others. So I yep. will see loved ones, friends, people in my circle and I'll be like, wow, you know what? A nap would change her life. <laughs> I'm not saying she has to go down for eight hours. A power nap would change her life, but I don't always yep. see that for myself. And it's just, in a, to me, it's just making the decision in advance. Cause if I make the decision yep. in the moment, I don't choose well. So if I'm in the moment no. and I'm starving and I've been running around all day and now it's three 30 and I'm like, I could eat the fur off a dog. I'm eating lemon heads. <laughs> No, you can eat the for the fur <laughs> off of the I mean, lemon heads or maybe a Snickers almond, right? But if I decided differently when the day began, then I would have prepared better, right? <laughs> what? Oh, is it just me? Have you never had one of those moments when you're looking at the neighbor's dog going, hmm, I think I have mustard. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, not the dog, but it will be you know some sort of dried, uncooked something in my cupboard, like. You know, or, or for example, like, okay, like I'm the queen of buying things and then the the, the expiration date, like I don't clean out my cupboards. Oh. I should. So it'll be like, you know, the expiration, you know, like 2015 wasn't that long ago. It's no bacteria. It's just, they'll be a little stale. And maybe if I could, like, oh, oh, if my I put these in the microwave. Oh my goodness. She said microwave. Is the microwave supposed to kill the germs or something? Yes. Yes. <laughs> And 2015 isn't that long ago. Yes, that's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, at least my lemon heads would be fresh. So see, here's the other important thing about having these conversations with like-minded people, right? I feel so much lighter about my struggle with self-care because we're talking about it, right? When we keep things secret and we act like there's like judgment attached to them or shame attached to them. They get so heavy, right? And it's Mm -hmm. harder Mm -hmm. for us to realize that we can do something about it because that's the other thing. If you have not been taking care of yourself in a particular way, much less all of the different ways, but let's say you haven't been taking care of yourself around sleep. There comes a point when you get so, you beat yourself up so much about that. You just don't even know where to begin to turn that around. So being able to talk about that honestly and authentically with someone who isn't judging you is magical. Right. And, you know, there's that extra, we'll go back to energy for a second, that extra (laughs) spending so much energy going, now I feel guilty for needing to feel good about (laughs) myself. It's just all too much. And I just go, let's stop it. Let's stop it at the door. It's likely that you could use some rest. So start with a nap. Mm. It's likely that you could, you could give yourself a home facial, like whatever happened to just, you know, putting your face over some hot steaming water and, you know, like the old egg white facial or something like it doesn't have to cost a lot. It doesn't have to cost a lot of time. It just costs the consciousness that you need a little bit of taking care of. And I really do think that God and the universe or however you want to language it really rises up to go, really, you're going to lay down for a minute. Thank you. (laughs) Maybe you'll get some dream. Maybe you'll lay down and dream, or maybe you'll, you'll be able to think outside the box because now you feel refreshed. So there will be benefits other than the ones that we see in our face, other than like, oh God, thank goodness the bags under my eyes are no longer packed. I unpacked the bags <laughs> under my eyes. It might actually also be a moment to dream, to daydream, to just sit and look out the window, to just be present to the moment. Self-care could be as instant as I'm just going to take five deep breaths in this moment. I'm going to close my computer for literally 10 seconds and just take five deep breaths in and out. Ah, wasn't that nice? Okay, I can always return the work. It will all still be there waiting for you. It will all still be there waiting for it was you. interesting when you were saying that sometimes we won't stop and uh, take care of ourselves because we worry that someone else will stand in our spot. And I remember when I yep. first started coaching, I, I won't say I worried about it, but I will say I thought about it. Because some of the coaches that I encountered when I was going through that training, I was like, these people are unicorns. I'm like, what on, (laughs) what the pudding? I have like stepped into an alternate universe. These are the most smart, intuitive, empathic. They rock. I can't even believe I'm sitting in the same room with them, right? And I decided in advance (laughs) that what they had was better than what I had, which was Mm. ridiculous, Mm -hmm. But it was easy for me to do because I was comparing. So then fast forward three months and here's what I learned. 
they can't be me. Yeah. There's no ego in that. I'm just saying they can't be me any more than I could be them. So I really don't have competition because if they can't be me, what would they be competing with me about? There you go. And you know what, too? If you're having these feelings, then how do we know that all those people aren't having those feelings, too? We don't know Mm -hmm. what their life is like behind Mm -hmm. the scenes. You know, Oprah always talked about that on her show. Like, you know, if you go behind closed doors, you never know what people's lives are really like. And especially since we have Instagram and social media and, you know, the fabulous red carpet. I've told this story before. Um, It was not that many years ago that I was on the red, this is after I was Sinclair, after I had made a lot of money, after I had been hugely successful, uh, I became broke and broken, mostly at my own hand because I shopped away all of my own money because I was so depressed. My depression showed up in, in, in over shopping and overreaching and overdoing. I was on a red carpet event, like having my photograph taken, having photographers call my mm-hmm. name with $27 in my How pocket. Much did you, say? you would have never known it. $27. And I could do you one better. I could do you two better. It was a Will Smith red carpet. Now, the reason why I bring that up is because when Will Smith launches a movie, it's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's a multi-million dollar actor. So these are red carpets that go on for blocks. And every media opportunity, every media uh, outlet shows up uh, from the big ones to the small ones. So it's it takes quite a bit of time to go through this. All the while, I'm thinking to myself, I can't even afford to pay the driver that my publicist made me take to the premiere. I was like, can I just drive myself and just park? He says, no, it's going to be, you know, the streets are going to be blocked off. It's not going to really be a place to park. There's going to be so many limos. Just take a limo, take a town car. So I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this town car is going to be more than $27. And when I hand this man my credit card, it's going to explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so I'm saying this to say that, you know, here's this look. If you look at those pictures, you would never know. I'm Kim Coles and I'm, you know, I'm click, 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 click in the flash bulb. And there's Will Smith, who is, by the way, the warmest man. He comes over to say hello. He greets all the people who are coming to his premiere to support him. And I got $27 in my pocket. And so here you'd look at me and go, Kim Coles got it going on. No, I don't. I was broke. And so we got to stop comparing ourselves to others because, listen, I love to say, don't, you know, you know, stop trying to keep up with the Joneses because the Joneses may be broke. (laughs) Just focus on you and your life and building your beautiful dream and your best life uh, possible and, and building yourself up to be the best version of you. You just need to compare yourself to the last version of Ooh, yourself. Oh, that's sweet. And I just to say that again. You like you just need to say it again. <laughs> Let's see. How can I say? Um, when it comes to comparison, no. See now, I'm, I'm overthinking it. All you need to do is compare. You don't need to compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to the best version, to the last version of yourself. That is brilliant. So, if I can poke that bear for a moment. Well, I feel like a lawyer. You opened the door. So you're standing there on the red carpet and I'm feeling several of those things, but there's the whole, 
lots of people deal with like imposter syndrome when they're successful. Like, oh my gosh, people just don't know, but when they figure it out, it's all going to go away. But even your publicist saying, well, you can't go like, oh, there'll be cars and it'll be all these limos. And part of that was, well, you have to show up like, you know, you show up, right? So you couldn't drive yourself. I mean, so how did you move from that to understanding and acknowledging and valuing what was in you more than what was on you? Uh, well, it took a, another depth, you know, I, I was depressed and it was recognizing that I was depressed. Let me say this. I handed the guy the card. Well, here's what happened. I ended up going with a friend who said, I'll split the cost of the car with mm. you. And she put, she put it on her card and I gave her like whatever cash I had it. Cause I had $27 in the bank and like maybe $40 okay. cash. Okay. <laughs> so I handed her that. So I was like, Oh, you might be near rock bottom. If you're handing out the, not cash to get groceries, but cash to pay for the car that your publicist told you to do. And, and good, good for you. Your car didn't explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I needed to be all the way depressed. So I, to be honest with you, it took a, a little while longer because I was in a depression. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get in action. And what I found out was that through the Screen Actors Guild, which I'm a member of, we could get 40 sessions of therapy <laughs> at a $20 copay. Awesome. Let me Forty sessions at twenty dollars a copay, which is pretty much once a week for a year. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, it kind of pays to be crazy." I can do that. Well, there's a there's and a so, lot between depressed, which is anger turned inward, and crazy. But I'll let that go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know uh, what I mean. Just, you know me. I'm always in there, little, like, "Hey, love yourself." <laughs> yeah, love yourself. Well, well, you're absolutely right. And it was anger, and it was not knowing what to do. Like just the 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 the. How do I say everything stopped? Like I have a, an active brain. I can come up with, I, one of my favorite things about myself is that I'm resourceful. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you ever need a boost, sit down and make a list of like the 10 awesome things about you. Like what's awesome about you? Like do that as a self care exercise. Just I like what's not, that. what doesn't work. Not my thighs are too big or not, oh, I hate the way I need, I need braces or, uh, oh, my goodness, I hate the way my arm jiggles when I wave. Like, no, what's awesome? One of my favorite things about myself is I am super duper duper resourceful, but I couldn't tap into that because I was angry at myself that I had fallen all the way down, right? Whatever that means. And so when I realized I could get myself into therapy and I did, and through the magic of just God being on my side, I found a therapist who was super spiritual who said to me on the first session, now, just to let you know, we're not going to dig through your childhood and do all that stuff right now because we don't need, we don't have the time. Let's just get you feeling good right now. What are you grateful for right now? I was like, I don't know. I'm depressed, lady. She said, no, no, no. You're like, are you new here? You're not paying attention. (laughs) Have you met me? I just Uh told you I was depressed. Uh No. What five things can you be write down that you're grateful for right now? Like, I'm about to lose my house, but have you lost your house? Do you still have a place to sleep? Uh-huh. Write that down. Um, 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 I, I can't pay my bills, but can you still, is your phone still on? Uh-huh. Great. Write that down. And like, we just got really basic with it. And that was the thing that started to bring me out of 
my pain and my depression and my misery. Just like what, just, you know, just like you said before, do one thing at a time, like do, like do one thing. We said this off before we started recording. You do one thing and you finish that and you go, okay, now what's mm-hmm. next? Okay. What's next? And so every day for 30 days, I kept a gratitude journal and the magic of this Allegra, not only that I now have a gratitude journal that I sell, that's not the magic. The magic is <laughs> that I began to look for things to be grateful for. I would say by the first week in, I stopped cheating. Like, well, I'm grateful for my fingers on my left hand. I'm grateful for my toenails. I'm grateful for my eyelashes. I began to look for things to be grateful for. And if you go looking, you will so find them. And God or the universe or spirit or however you language it will go like, wait a minute, let me send her some stuff to be, so she could put this in her list today. And by the 32nd day, because I kept going, I actually received a residual check that kept me going. And for the first time, I didn't spend that check. So that was a long story, long answer to your, your poking the bear question. But I got myself the help that I needed. And I'm so grateful that I did because that was the beginning of everything else opening up for me. It's, it, it's actually the beginning of the girl you see today. Um, I needed to go through that experience and we all need to bless our experiences, bless our, our journey and our, our, our tough times and just turn them all into lessons. And that's, you know, looking at things from a fresh perspective, you know, you look at all the pain and go like, what was the lesson? What was the journey? What was the gratitude piece? The, the piece I can be grateful for in this dark, depressing, awful, yucky time, fill in the blank of whatever you want to call it. Change your perspective on it and you will find that it, it may have made you who you are today and to bless it because now you, because you survived it. That, there you that go. was epic. Absolutely epic. Mm-hmm. I had no oh, idea you. where we were going when I asked that question, but I'm so glad that I asked it because I think it was one of those punching fear in the throat moments that just comes completely unexpected and just lights yeah. my feet on fire. That was so yep. amazing. And it was the ultimate oh, testimony in self-care. Because a lot of people would have reached that place and thought, well, I'll just stay here and I'll wallow. We talked about someone before we got on the call who was in that place, right? And yep. the energy that surrounds you when you're in that place and how nothing changes when you don't, right? We just talked about that. Yep. But it was um, yep. a fantastic object lesson in stopping and then taking care of yourself so that you could be um, the person that sits before us today, talking more about things that feel like so effortless and authentic, like talking about your gifts and what do you do with them and the importance of your story and all that stuff that just changes the world. Um, Indeed. That was epic. It changes your world and then in turn changes the rest of the world. Because, listen, we all have within us, I think, some desire to serve in some way. I hope you do, or I hope you tap mm-hmm. into it. Because life is so much better when you are, you know, giving and receiving and giving and receiving. And the way you can serve best is to be the best version of yourself. That is awesome. I saw something. It wasn't on Instagram. That's not the only place I hang out. But I saw something um, last week that said, my strength didn't come from lifting weights. My strength came from lifting myself up every time I got knocked down. Woo! That's a gift, girl. You can have that. I'll find out who said it. Just in case. Yeah. But when you were talking about that, I was like, yep, everybody, you're right. Everybody has stuff. 
everybody gets knocked down. The question is, do you stay there or do you get up? And how long does it take you to do so? Yeah. My grandmother, I don't remember my mother, my grandmother ever saying this. She, she passed away when I was 15, but my mother says that my grandmother used to say, it's not how low you fall, but how high you bounce. And it's that same energy. So I'm going to write down what you just said. My strength didn't come from lifting weights. It came from lifting myself up. Woo, that's Every good. time I was knocked down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. <sighs> so we have talked about so many different things. And I know I'm looking at my timer and we're close to when okay. I promised you that I would let you go. But let me ask two more questions. One, um, is there anything that's just so on your heart that you want to share it? And I haven't given you an opportunity to do so yet. No, it's just, I think we touched on it. I think I'm just, I'm just really clear that the best version of ourselves is just there for the asking and there for the unwrapping. And this, this yearning that we have, that we keep, uh, right now you can't see me, but I'm, I'm reaching my hand out, 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 like reaching for something. I'm yearning for something, but the yearning is really within. And I know that, I just said, no, I had nothing, but here it is. I just think that instead of reaching out, 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 we just get quiet and listen to what's within. It's all there. And it's all uh, meant to not only help you, but help others. When you live your life in that way, you you mirror and you, you, I should say, you model it for your children. You model it for your family. You model it for other women and other men in your, in your area. So you don't have to stand on the mountaintop like, hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm superwoman. I'm superman. I'm absolutely fabulous and you should do what I do. Just be who you be and people will see it and, 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 and be drawn to it and you will be happier. I'm, I'm sure there's a, a, a less clunky way for me to say that, but I consider myself a unicorn and the unicorns talk that way. So there you have it. I didn't think it was clunky. I was totally picking up what you were putting down. And the interesting thing was you said, if you be you, which I love, you said um, people will be attracted. And I think the critical piece is the right people will be attracted. Yes. You can't repel your tribe. You could try, no. right? But I'm just saying the people who are supposed to be attracted to you are attracted to you. And then you get to build a circle with them, right? Build a community with them. Indeed. Build um, a tribe with them, right? Yes. Yes. And speaking of tribe, <laughs> I have decided to build one. Oh. <laughs> to continue to build, build one. Are you going, is that where you were going? No, but I love it. What about this tribe that you're building? <laughs> I have decided to build uh, a, what I like to call, and you're going to love this, a community <laughs> tribe. Kim as and in yes, you? Kim as in me, unity as in the rest of the world. So K-I-M-U-N-I-T-Y tribe. Mm-hmm. By the way, I have that .com. It's communitytribe.com. I've decided to build a membership uh, for people, for like-minded people. So people who need connection and community and, uh, uh, learning how to just up-level their lives, but in a way that feels just really yummy and 
you know, connected in a, in a way that feels, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, positive and, and powerful. And I'm, I'm big. I'm a, I consider myself a lifelong learner and I'm one of those people that knows a little bit about a lot of things. And I know a lot about quite a few things. And what I don't know, I'll learn it and then try to teach it to other mm-hmm. people. Like I was the queen. You're going to love this. <laughs> I just remember two things in my life that I realized really galvanized me. Uh, I remember when there's a come, there came, came an age where you, um, witnessed people. You're going to love this. I hope you love this. You witnessed people around you popping their gum. Listen, <laughs> like you look around and like, Oh, she's popping her gum. And popping your gum was like really the hip girl I thing remember. to do. You were cool if you could pop mm-hmm. gum. Well, I asked people to teach me how to do it. They're like, you can't just, you just pop it. I don't know. You just pop it. So I set out Allegra <laughs> to teach myself how to pop my gum. And when I figured it out, I began to teach others. By the way, here's the formula for cracking. I was about to say, are you going to tell it? Oh, I'm so going to tell it because I have to share it. This is the formula for popping your gum. And no, I'm telling you, first of all, you have to put a piece of gum in your mouth and it has to be like, you know, something like Wrigley's or, you know, it has to be like an old fashioned gum. None of this. None of this, you know, like uh, xylitol, fancy, whole foods gum. It ain't going to work with them. Okay. And you have to chew it to the point where about 60% of the, 60% of the sugar is gone. Okay. <laughs> and here is the formula. Roll it over, chew soft, roll it over, chew hard. Roll it over, chew soft, roll it over, chew hard. And on the hard is where your pop is going to come. <laughs> Roll it over, chew soft, roll it over, chew hard. All on your molars, on your back teeth. Roll it over. Provided that you still have soft. Roll it over, chew soft, roll it over. And on the hard is when the popping happens. Is when the popping's gonna happen. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) So it is my dream to learn something and then bring it to me. I'm gonna give you another one, and I can't do it because it's no visual. People think that forming a baton is like so, oh my God, forming a baton, how do they do that? Uh-uh. I was determined to become a twirler in okay. high school, get try out for the team. And so I would go and sit in the hallway and watch the girls do it. And then I broke it. And you had to, you know, you had to audition. Mm-hmm. So I broke down one of the most basic twirls. And I can't show you, but I will tell you it involves two animals. It involves... <laughs> An eagle and a chipmunk. And one day, I probably do Facebook Live. If you do use an eagle and a chipmunk, you can learn to twirl a baton. That's all I'm going to say. Save it for another day. <laughs> what kinds of things I'm going to bring my community? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am still working on chew it soft, then chew it hard. I, I, I gave, and that's when the popping happens. And then, total mic drop. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sorry. I, I, I sat on my Oh, own. my yeah. gosh. That was epic. And now then she comes with the eagle and the chipmunk. I think you can edit that uh, out if you want to. Oh, just hell no. Deep. Oops. I mean, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> it's in it. What I'm trying to figure out is, did you say in there that you were going to do a Facebook Live about the eagle and the chipmunk? Oh, I'm going to probably do a Facebook oh, Live on the on the twirling because I think people need to know. There's, I'm going to break down the mystery for it. you. That's 
And so I'm being silly, of course, but this is what I want to do for my community. You know, I I have a a Facebook page that I started cultivating called the Community Tribe, and it was a free page. And I just said, what do you guys want to learn about? And they said, you know, three topics seem to that's a brilliant answer in the marketing strategy right there. So yes, we are being silly, but I don't want people to miss that. That was brilliant. You had a desire to serve and you went to the market and said, how can I serve you? And they told you. Yeah. And they told me and they actually surprised me. The number one topic was online marketing or online Mm -hmm. business. I was like, for real, that's what you want. Your wish is my command. (laughs) And the other two topics were Mm self-care and goal setting. So I'm launching a three-month beta test for the community tribe. I love that name so much. And the first month. I love that name so much. Isn't that good? It's community, and it really is going to be about all of us. So, yeah, I'm the Kim, but it's the unity that Mm -hmm. matters. And so I will be bringing trainings around those three topics over the next three months, and it's really take us up until like late February because okay. uh, I'll start this right away. Um, I have a low monthly cost to get in and whoever comes in with this investment of only $20 a month to be a founding awesome. member of the community tribe. Once they come in, they are, they are locked in at that We're rate. We're not lying about I, a low investment. Love it. No. Yeah, really low. Mm-hmm. Just because I just want it to be an easy yes for you to come and play. And each week I will deliver content based on those three topics and we'll choose, you know, choose them by month. And there will be a Facebook page and also a, a course site where all the replays will stay. And I also want to create member spotlights so I can learn about you and we can all learn about who you are and what you do. And so I'm still building it and figuring it out. But I figured for $20 a month, you can come in and play. And, and like I said, you'll be my founding member if you say yes. And you will never pay more than that because I will raise the cost of it mm-hmm. at some point. Once you're out of beta. Uh, but once I'm out of beta, I would say probably launching maybe March cool. one. It sounds yeah, wonderful so, and yeah. so needed. And I'm just totally digging the fact that you went and asked people, what do you want? And what a novel concept, ask people what they want and give it to them instead of and then, creating something and then trying to convince people that that's what they want. Yeah. Well, it, I'll be honest with you. It came out of me creating a product, putting it out there, and then nobody bought it. I was like, well, I thought this is what mm-hmm. you wanted. And they loved it and they enjoyed the free version of it, but they didn't want to buy it. They didn't want to buy the replays. And I was like, well, I, humana, humana, humana. <laughs> well, what, what, what you put in? I'll give right. you that. So it's all a big experiment and that's the good but news. good for you though, because so many would have had that first experience when people loved the free version and didn't buy the other one and would have quit. But instead yes, you were like, me. okay, this is data. Okay. Th- right. Data. Let me try this again. <laughs> Let me go back and do it some more. Right. Cause we just get so easily discouraged. So there's just lessons popping all out. There's lessons just flowing out of you like gold. <laughs> My thank you. Well, thank you so, so much. I'm already going to go ahead and um, prophesy that this is going to be one of the most, if not the most popular show ever. And that is all because of this delicious unicorn. I am so grateful that we've gotten to spend this time with the awesome, vivacious. I'm just going to have to come up with other adjectives, other superlatives for the fabulous Kim Coles. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The links to your site and to your community will be in the show notes, but I'll also create an easy AllegraSinclair.com slash community because 
people tend to find that pretty easy to remember. But I'll create a link cool. there so that if you go to allegrasinclair.com slash community, it will just redirect you to the site of the fabulous one so you can become a part of this amazing thing that she's building as a founding member and then stick around knowing you were smart enough to get in early. That's always fun, being an early adopter. <laughs> Indeed, and waiting for everybody else to catch up. So thank you so, so much for pouring yourself into my audience and my life today. <laughs> I enjoy you thoroughly. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To be continued. I so appreciate you and yay. <laughs> Just yay. Well, thank you so much. We will absolutely be talking again. Now you've been given permission to be more powerful and influence more people. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to AllegraSinclair.com slash iTunes and leave a review. It will help Allegra get the message out to more women that they can punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell their stories. We'll see you next time on the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair.